It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And welcome to Tuesday. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, happy to have you with us as we kick off a brand new day. Remember, you can always join us on the CNC Collision Center text line. It's 254 662 1660. Anything in the wide world of sports that you want to uh, get to that we maybe didn't get to, you can certainly chime in on that. Uh, also, if you uh, agree with us, let us know. If you disagree with us, let us know. I mean, you know, it's it's an opinion. Everybody's got one. We'd love to love to hear from you today as we uh, go through and talk Baylor basketball. We'll uh, men's and women's, by the way, and uh, we'll talk some college football. And there's there's all kinds of stuff going on. And uh, and and, the, and some baseball. So I mean, we're we're going to cover the gamut here today as we kick off a uh, a brand new day. Ward, when you were driving into work, was it raining? Sprinkling, is it? I mean, when I walked outside, I'm you know, it's like, hang on a second, I I didn't realize we were supposed to get a little precip here today. So, is it? You're you're the staff meteorologist. I mean, yeah, we're supposed to have a rain today. Oh, okay. Is it one of those all day kind of deals? Mm, I don't think so. So what's it going to do? Rain. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like trying to dig this out. I mean, is it like at noon going to going to be sunny? And, and I mean, I'm just supposed to be 71 today. Oh, really? It's going to be a nice day. We go from 38 to 71 in 12 hours or whatever the heck it is. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, right now, if you're out and about, drive safely. I mean, in fact, I'll be uh, I'll be honest. I uh, when I was coming to work, I saw an, uh, an accident. So, uh, be be careful uh, if as you get out and about and and start moving around this morning, and be especially careful in and around our school zones. Uh, Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. 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 All right. Uh, lots to get to. Uh, Ward, did you get to see much of the basketball game last night? Saw it all. I thought they fought hard. I I thought Connecticut. Connecticut used their height advantage, and and that crowd was crazy, wasn't it? It was. That was a raucous place. That was a definite home field advantage. There's no question. There is no question. You know, at the end of the day, you either win or you lose, but I really thought that, that Baylor gave a good accounting of themselves. I thought they played hard. They Look, Midway through the second half, they're in the game. It's what, 46-46 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they just couldn't They couldn't withstand those Connecticut runs. Connecticut had a couple, three runs, and, and they just couldn't stand uh, hold up to those, to those runs. But, you know, I thought they had a good game plan. They knew they, they could not go inside to score. There was, they just weren't going to be able to score inside. So they said, you know what, we're going to shoot threes. We're going to live by them, and we're truly going to, you know, and see what happens. That's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to shoot jump shots, jump shots, jump shots. We're going to try to beat you down the floor, try to get a good look, and shoot jump shots. And, and heck, it worked. I mean, they they were right in the basketball game. But when you saw Connecticut bring that ball into the forecourt and, and lob it down low, and one of those, you know. 
big centers or, or a four or five just start backing down and then turning and, you know, lay it up off the glass. What do you do? I mean, you've, that's all you, you've got Caitlin Bickle down low. And she was still shorter than two or three of their players. It was, you know, it was, that's just the way it was. And you look at the stats and the stats will tell you Connecticut had probably 35, 36 points in the paint. Baylor, 10 or 11, something like that, 12. I don't know. Uh, we'll pull the stat sheet here in a minute. But that's just just the way it was. How'd you see it? I, you know, they just couldn't withstand the runs. Like you said, they, mm-hmm. you know, Connecticut went on that 16-2 to two run, and it, it was lights out. Ooh, boy, and when they did, that place, uh, they had a sixth man. There's no question. That place got nuts. Mm-hmm. It was a sellout, and they were rocking, and, boy, it was it was something. It was something to see. What is that? Is that what? What did I, did they say? Twenty six straight Sweet Sixteens or something to that effect? Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't have the number in front of me, but it, it just crazy. If anybody thinks that Connecticut's basketball program has taken a step back, think again. They may not have won it in the last few years, but when you're there and you're Every year, putting yourself in a position to play for it to win it—that's uh, just unbelievable. And, and Ward, they just don't lose at home. I think once or twice this year, maybe. Mm-hmm. They guys, they just don't lose at home. I mean, and and now you can kind of see why. They've made fourteen in a row Final Fours. Fourteen in a row Final Fours. I'm just you know, but think about. It, I think it was like twenty five or twenty six Sweet Sixteens. Anybody in the country would love to have their success rate. They just would. I mean, you're kidding yourself if you if you don't think that that's the case. And, you know, and then you hear, well, what's wrong with Connecticut? Well, nothing, <laughs> nothing. There, there's not a dirt thing wrong. They're winning. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll dive into that that game. We'll break down that game a little bit more here coming up in our next segment. Uh, we'll also look at the Big 12. Big 12 did not have a banner day at all yesterday, NCAA tournament-wise. Just had a rough day. We'll get into that. Uh, Ryan, who who are the who is Team USA going to play? They're playing Team Japan tonight in Miami. So Japan beat Mexico. Yes, they walked off against Mexico last night, six to five. Really exciting game. How much of that did you catch, Ward? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Will you watch any of it tonight? Nope. Will you? I will. I will too. It's a championship. I will too. I mean, there's no basketball tonight, so. No baseball for you? Is this, is this when you get ca- caught up on all your shows? <laughs> I'll watch NBA tonight. The NBA, it's fantastic. Uh, how are the Mavs doing, by the way? Not great. Yeah. Lucas missed five in a row with injuries. Really? Yeah. They got beat last night by Memphis for the third time in a row by Memphis. Wow. Now, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, they have not exactly played a lot of games together, have they, since since they acquired him? They've played a few. But, I mean, Lucas, they were both out. I know. For a little while. But Irving got 28 last night. 
Not enough. No. Not enough. Are they going to make the tournament? Are they going to make the play-in tournament? They'll make, they'll make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. Okay. I think so. All right. So there's the, that's not in jeopardy? With, well, with, it could be because they're the sixth seed right now, and 7 through 12 is two games or less behind. So it's it could go up and down in a, in a hurry. Like what do we got, about a month left? Mm, no, we got a little bit more than that. Well, that's right, into May, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the middle of March. All right, so there you go, NBA. <laughs> I'm going to watch the baseball, I think. Me too. I think I will. I mean, it's it's the world championship of the world, Ward. How do, how do you know? No, it's not. <laughs> how do you not watch it? How do you not watch it? Uh, all right, so we got that going on. And, and you know what starts today in a lot of places? Some started last week, but around here, spring football. Mm-hmm. Baylor Spring football drills begin today, and uh, we'll be over there for that. Uh, that I think they I think they get going at 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon. I don't know. But uh, they'll have uh, – it's the first of 15 practices, and then Coach Dave Aranda's team will have the uh, the annual green and gold game, and that'll be at uh, McLean, and uh, should be a lot of fun. There's a lot of questions uh, when it comes to, to this football team. Always is, I guess, when you know when when players are graduating and players are transferring and all that kind of stuff, uh, and you're bringing players in. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, coming up uh, in our next hour. I want to get everybody's opinion. I want to, you know, top two or three things that you're going to be looking for when it comes to to the spring drills and what you feel like Baylor needs to get accomplished as they go through uh, as they go through these uh, 15 workouts. All right, it is 7:09. This is game time. Your first word at sports. We're glad to have you with us. And again, uh, anything that you want to j- jump in on, we'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. Was was it raining when you were driving in, Ryan? Uh it didn't rain till I got to West. So the first 20 minutes I was clear, but then it started once I got on the interstate. Yeah, it started raining. You know, here's my deal. It was I'm like Ward, it was sprinkling, drizzling, whatever you want to call it. Either don't or do. I can't stand that. I can't stand, you know, where you even with the timed windshield wipers, you still feel like you got to do it by hand because it, it the, you don't have a timer that slow to, to do it. I'm like, come on, man, that's not helping my grass. All it's doing is just getting me wet, you know, going in and out. They, either rain or don't rain. And I, you know, I'm for raining right now. I mean, you know, we need it. So. No doubt. Come on, rain. But let's get. But, but I'm. I don't want the the sprinkle, the drizzle, whatever you want to call. It. I want either. I want it to rain. So anyway. And I'm sure everybody cares what I want. Seven Eleven. This is game time. Tom and Ward and Ryan. We're glad glad to have you with us. Uh, Shayhan Jayaraja will talk some college football with us. That'll be at seven thirty. And we're going to put a finishing touch on the uh, Baylor basketball season uh, at the top of, the, of next hour, eight o'clock. Pat Nunley. The analyst for the Baylor broadcast will uh, join us, and uh, we'll talk about Denver and uh, kind of put a finishing touch on it and, and look ahead to next year and, and look ahead to the uh, to the next season as uh, we, we talk some college basketball with Pat Nelly. And we'll also get his thoughts on the, on the Sweet 16 and, uh, you know, where does he think Kansas State and Texas, do they have a chance to get there? I'm sure, you know, obviously they do. They're still playing. If I would have told you 
at the end of the day, those were the teams that would still be hanging around. Would you believe that? I'd have believed Texas. Me too. I, I, I kind of had, I kind of had Kansas State going out right about here, but they're still playing, and uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna tee it up with a chance to get to the Elite Eight. Not too shabby for a guy in his first year, having to totally rebuild a basketball team. He had what one guy. One player, maybe two. But yeah, he, everybody jumped ship. He had to. He had. He had to build a roster from scratch, and he did, and a good one. And look, look at the result. I mean, they are. They are a sweet sixteen team. Seven twelve. This is game time. Your first word to sports. Tom Ward and Ryan. We're right back for more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure with us at ESPN, stepping over to ESPN Radio. If you can do radio as a play-by-play, that is extremely difficult. Like, that, that, that is a <laughs> right. Because I was listening, I was, I was almost in amazement uh, of the ability to be able to describe something so perfectly. So, honestly, I know you do that, too. So, if you can do that, that is a talent and a skill. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Are you trying to drive me bananas? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> well, wouldn't you guys be glad? <laughs> if... <laughs> that was so dumb. Wouldn't you guys be glad? Oh, I got my phone on. You're a mess. That was Jim Dunham. That's my buddy. Wouldn't you guys be glad if we came to give you a free estimate for foundation repair. And we knocked on your door. Well, we'd have to or ring the bell, I guess. Ring, ring. So you guys give us a call if you have any concerns about your foundation. You ain't gonna play. 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com. Ring, ring. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Gather with us on April 1st in Heritage Square in downtown Waco for the Greater Waco Chambers Texas Food Truck Showdown with presenting sponsor, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Save the date and make sure you're following us on Facebook for all the latest. Visit the TexasFoodTruckShowdown.com for the lineup of trucks and signature dishes. The Texas Food Truck Showdown is fun for the whole family, so don't fool around and make plans to truck on down to the Texas Food Truck Showdown April 1st. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Hooah. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 17 minutes after 7 o'clock, this is Game Time, your first word at Sports Tom Ward Ryan. It is a uh, Tuesday morning. We're glad you're with us. Got some light rain falling, so if you're getting out and about, drive safely this morning. You may want to start a minute or two early and uh, and get started on your day a little bit early. All right, uh, last night it was UConn over Baylor 77 to 58. And, and again like we said in the in the first segment, uh, I I thought Baylor played very very well. I thought they played hard, gave a great effort, had a great plan. I thought I thought that was the best plan that they could put together to win the game. They said, "You know what? We can't live inside." And they can. I mean, what UConn had what? At least 3 players around six foot or, or, or better. I mean, they were just, they were a bigger basketball team. And, and Baylor was the was the smaller, but I felt like they were the quicker basketball team. So both teams did what they were supposed to do in order to win the game. And, and Ward, you mentioned it. I don't know what it was worth, but it was certainly worth a few points. Don't you think that crowd? Oh, I think it was. I mean. No doubt. Holy moly, when, when when they got to going, they were raining cheers on their team, and they could get after you as the opponent. And that's what a home court's supposed to be. I mean, they showed you exactly what, what a home floor's supposed to look like. I mean, it was it was rocking. It was absolutely rocking. And uh, UConn wins it 77-58. Baylor really didn't have a whole lot of answers for FUD. I mean, she was terrific. What she have twenty? Yeah, she had twenty-two. 22. Yeah, and she was just she was just good, you know. Uh, Jay, no one's for Baylor with fourteen. Asbury had fifteen. Bella Fauntleroy had twelve. Uh, and Caitlin Bickle, she she only had three points. But I thought I, I thought she did a good job because at times she looked like she was running the point. Yeah, she, Even though she's the five. She dished the ball well. Yeah. 
but she was out top and, and doing her thing. And I was like, you know what? This is this is what a captain's supposed to do. And I don't know if she's the captain, but she she certainly conducts herself like it in in you know a terrific career for for Caitlin Bickle. Uh, after the game, Nikki Collin had to uh, had to go to to the press conference. So Baylor assistant Tony Green met with um, and visited with uh, uh, with uh, with Derek. And and here's part of that conversation. You know, um, I thought it was two stretches where uh, they took their their intensity up to a level that we didn't match them. I thought the first five minutes of the second quarter, their energy level, their effort level went up, and ours was high. It just wasn't high enough. And then uh, in the third, I thought that um, 44, Aubrey Griffin, I thought she raised her level and made great winning plays. The offensive rebounds, what she had, like six offensive rebounds. It probably all came in the third. But she raised her level up when Edwards was out, and she did a great job. You know, but our young ladies, they, they fought. They fought hard for 40 minutes. But we didn't, the level we needed to play at, we did it for 30 you know, it wasn't a lack of fight. It just was a lack of matching their effort for 40 minutes, and uh, we didn't have it in us tonight. But, you know, UConn's a – that's why UConn is UConn. Uh, I've heard Gino make a quote before. He said, you know the difference between good players and great players? When good players and great players get tired, great players start dominating good players. And um, we just – we got dominated in segments of the game. But I'm – tremendously proud of our young ladies and our group and you know what they say either you're winning or you're learning and i thought we won some battles and we learned a lot tonight that's fair uh i think it was spot on with uh, with this breakdown of the game i mean it, it wasn't and i know they get beat they ran out of gas they did and there was i mean it, and it, you, you look up and you go hey you got you know you got beat by 19 uh or whatever it was but it wasn't like they just for 40 minutes got pushed around and dominated. They didn't. It no, was just they, spurts. They, they they ran out of gas. Yeah. They looked tired late in the Boy, fourth quarter. Boy, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, you're right. So they, uh, their season comes to an end with yet another trip to postseason play. I mean, now you want to talk about consistency. There's another program. Uh, 19th straight NCAA tournament run uh, comes to an end last night, 77 to 58. So, again, another 20-win season. And I thought this team, you know, I thought this team did well. They were looking for – they. well, let's just be honest. They had a couple other players, Ward, that, they, that they'd kind of counted on. And for different reasons, eligibility one and, and, and injury up the other, they weren't available. So, you had to kind of – reinvent the wheel and figure out how how we're going to do this thing and they did Mm -hmm. to the point to where they won 20 games and went a couple rounds deep in the ncaa tournament uh 723 uh and it just again it was not a great night uh in for the big 12 who now you want to talk about a thumping louisville in austin at the moody center texas hosting and louisville wins 73 51 that was the game that close no no, 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 no. You're right. Uh, that's Texas on the that Texas was hosting. That was the game that was on prior to the Baylor game, and yeah, you're right. I mean, from the get go, 
Louisville, they built the lead and, you know, just started, uh, you know, just started extending that lead out. It was 16-16 at the end of the first, but after that, it was it was all Louisville. That second quarter, 21-7, to wow, that's pretty impressive. So Louisville moves on. Texas' season ends. Uh, Oklahoma gets beat last night by the four-seed UCLA, 82-73. to And, oh, by the way, yet another number one went down. Indiana went down last night to Miami, 70-68 to on the women's side. So Great finish in that game. Yeah, th- they're having the same kind of stuff on the women's side, Ward, as the uh, the men are having on, on their side. I mean, two number one seeds gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it makes for, uh, makes for an interesting basketball tournament. But we're, they're still all playing for second place behind South Carolina, right? I mean, there's, there's no way that South Carolina is not your national champion in three weeks. Mm, I don't know. I was baiting him. <laughs> he didn't take the bait. I'll say this. You said this before. You, you said this about the La Vega girls basketball team. If there's a team out there that can beat them, you want to see them? Yeah. That's the same thing I think about the South Carolina team. Boy, they are good. And if there's somebody out there, I want to see it. Who's out there, you think? Who, who's, who's got a legit chance? Would South I'm, Carolina have to play poorly for um, someone to beat them? I don't – I mean, prob- they probably wouldn't be able to play their best game and get beat. Um, I'm telling you, I, I'm not going to count out UConn. It's a good basketball team. It is. They've got some inside. They've got some outside. they got some height. they got some athleticism. That's a pretty good team. They're heading out west. They're headed to Seattle uh, later this week. So, we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, 725. It's 25 after 7. Ward, you were we, – we talked about this in our office the other day. We I don't think we've talked about it on the air, but and – and I don't want to dig very deep into this thing because it gets a little confusing. But there is a company, I think they're called Diamond Sports or a division of Bally Sports. Bally Sports is, I think, filed for bankruptcy or about to file for bankruptcy. They already have. They have, okay. Well, that's the, the parent station to – to Diamond Sports, and Diamond Sports holds the broadcast rights to about 15, 16 MLB teams. 14 teams. 14, okay. 12 NHL and 16 NBA. And they're all kind of scratching their head going, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to distribute our product? Is it going to broadcast over Fox's, I said Fox, uh, Bally's Airwaves? I mean, you've got an update? Well, Diamond Sports continues to say that there will not be any games missed by by the fans. But I mean, I I don't know. I mean, right now the MLB says despite Diamond's economic situation, there is every expectation they will continue televising all games. They are committed to doing this through the bankruptcy process, but Major League Baseball is ready to take over and produce and distribute games to fans in their local markets in the event that Diamond or any other regional sports network is unable to do so required by their agreement with the clubs. So Major League Baseball is on notice uh, to take over the broadcast if need be. So here's the question. Where would it clear in in those markets? Would it be local television stations? Would it 
is is there there's not another regional network like like the old Fox Sports Southwest or Bally's that I know of. Would it be no, would not. it be streaming? It'll probably be streaming, is what they're saying. Holy smokes! Now they'll negotiate with cable companies to make make it happen on a local channel, but that there's no guarantee that they can negotiate that to their satisfaction this quickly because you're gonna have to do it in a hurry right they say the short-term plan will be offering streaming through mlb tv uh and yet to be determined the price but it'll be cheaper than the current price to stream out of market games according to league source holy moly so before the end of the day you may be paying to watch your favorite team I think MLB will do what they can to get with local stations and and be able to provide with a local station, be it a CW or, you know, my whatever those stations are. There's a lot of those mm-hmm. subsidiary stations to every major market. So the, the problem I already see is there's so many distributions of, of programming are you going to be able to find one that wants it that all of those, either be it cable, be it satellite, be it a streaming service, that they all have that same channel and would and be willing to distribute the product? In other words, yes. Is there a you know like you have one thing I have I have something totally different. Now it it may not be, it may not be a far reach like to this market. But in the DFW, oh, the yeah, Rangers, yeah, yeah. yeah, there'll be somebody. Oh, yeah, I, I get that. Up. But I'm talking about for us. I mean. Probably not. Except for the old ESPN Central Texas. We're going to have you baseball right here. We're going to have it. There's no bankruptcy with our radio network. We'll have all those Ranger games for you. All right. Uh, it, it, look, it's that's the price of doing business these days. You just don't know. But I was when I when this first came down the pipe, I I, I saw the the story and I went, whoa, what about MLB? Because look, that's not cheap to distribute 162 games. It's just not. You know, you've got you've got all kinds of stuff that goes into it, and and if you're in a bankruptcy situation, I didn't know what they were going to do. I did not realize that there was a subsidiary called Diamond Television. I just thought every like Valley Sports Southwest had the Rangers. I just thought it was everybody's regional network, but no, it's it's a it's a company that works through Valleys, and it's called Diamond, a subsidiary of Valleys. Uh, and you know their their argument is simple: we haven't missed a payment, and, and we're ready to go. But are they? And that's what you don't know. So we'll find out. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears. We'll talk some college football. We'll do it next with Shehan Jayaraja. from cbsports.com right here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 30th for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Our guest, Michael Woodson from Baylor Men's Tennis and Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. 
Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Race season is on and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of run what you run whopper action. Plus wild winged outfield altars. Beer slamming. Dirty self gassers. Fire breathing jet dragsters. And much, much more. Kids 12 and under are free. And every ticket is a pit pass. Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? Nitro, nitro. You know what to do. Be there. Be there. The chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The season is over for Baylor women's basketball. They were knocked out of the NCAA postseason tournament last night by UConn 77-58. Bears finished the season with a 20-13 record. Baylor baseball goes for three wins in a row when they host Sam Houston State tonight at Baylor Ballpark. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. MCC baseball came back from Tyler with an 11-3 victory. The Highlanders are now 17-7 and ranked sixth in the country. They have a conference doubleheader at Vernon tomorrow. The United States and Japan will play for the championship of the World Baseball Classic. They will meet at 6 o'clock tonight in Miami. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, 7.35, this is game time. Your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're happy to have you with us on a Tuesday morning. 
Let's uh, welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. Shehan, uh, good morning. We appreciate your time. And, and it seems like we do it every week, but I'm going to ask, what's the update on the Pac-12? <laughs> Nothing new at this point. Uh, you know, the, the conversation right now around the Pac-12 seems to be that they are getting close to a deal, but I think that there's still some ground to be made up, especially in trying to get the number that they want. And, you know, one thing that we did see last week was a couple of major presidents from uh, some of the schools that have been identified as being potentially in conversation with the Big 12 coming out and saying that they don't have any interest in this point of joining the conference. Now, First of all, you know, the, obviously the presidents will be the final one to make the decision. That does not mean that they're the ones having these conversations. Or uh, if they are, then uh, then that doesn't mean that they're being forthright about it either. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't read too far into it either direction. But uh, but at the same time, I think that the Pac-12 feels like they are relatively close to a deal. And I said from the beginning, I think that the Pac-12 would prefer to stay together. It's really going to be. Uh, only if it's a situation where there's millions and millions and tens of billions of dollars of difference where I really feel like, uh, you know, one of these schools might be willing to make a move. So uh, it's coming down to the wire. I think that, you know, certainly at the end of it, I don't think that Pac-12 schools are going to be excited about their new deal, but I do think it probably will be enough to keep the conference together. Spring football getting started across the conference in the Big 12. Who has the most hay to put in the barn? Yes, there's a lot of teams, I think. I mean, certainly I think you look at what TCU is losing from their national championship game run. I mean, obviously quarterback, the star receiver Quentin Johnston, they're going to have to replace some key pieces on the defensive side of the ball, uh, an All-American and Steve Avila on the offensive line. So, you know, they're going to definitely have some stuff to do, not to mention breaking in a new offensive coordinator. But I think the other team that you really have to look at is Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State lost essentially every offensive weapon that they had, including running back Dominic Richardson to Baylor specifically. So they're going to have to rebuild in a big way. Defensively, they were miserable last year and then had attrition as well. This feels like a critical moment for this program to not slide back. And, and another program that I think is maybe in, the, in an even more critical moment is West Virginia. You know, it was a little bit of a surprise that Neil Brown was brought back without much issue after last season. Uh, and now, you know, they're going to have to come and kind of start over in a lot of ways after losing offensive coordinator Graham Harrell. So uh, a lot of work to be done across the Big 12, and, and it's going to be interesting to watch what happens. Uh, here in Waco, we uh, the, the Bears begin today with their spring drills. W what are you looking for? Uh, the quarterback competition, replacing the offensive line. How does the uh, defense take to the new coordinator and, and position coaches? I mean, there's some questions here too as well. Yeah, I, I think that certainly quarterback is going to be the top issue at people's minds. Uh, the, the play was just so inconsistent last year under Blake Shapin, and, and I think that if Baylor wants to be a – conference championship caliber playoff caliber team uh, they need to get more consistent quarterback play than that now i will mention too you know obviously i think a, a quarterback improves a lot between year one and year two so i i am excited to see what we do see from blake shapen and obviously there will be a competition but i do think that shapen uh is still the odds on favorite to remain quarterback over there so i i think that that's the first thing that people will be looking at you know, I think that the other thing, too, is that, uh, you know, Baylor really needs some of their wide receivers to grow up. You know, the, I, I think that the quarterback issues last year and uh, the receiver issues last year are really intertwined. Uh, and obviously, they went ahead and addressed some of that by adding Keetron Jackson from Arkansas uh, to potentially be a top-line wide receiver. But they need to get deeper at that position. They need to develop better at that position. Uh, you know, I, I haven't been impressed with the first couple of years. 
uh, of wide receiver development over, over the last two or three years. So that's really, I think, where they need to get better right away, and, and I think that's going to be a huge part of what they do. Defensive side of the ball, where do they need to improve in the spring? I really look at that back end. Obviously, they lose two starters in Lorenzo Johnson and Al Walcott to Arkansas. And, and, you know, obviously, I think that they feel like they have some bodies back there and guys who can contribute. But you look back at Baylor's past defense last year, and it was absolutely miserable. So I think they're going to need to grow up there. You know, on the defensive line, the thing that was supposed to be special about that 2022 squad was how much they brought back. Well, now you kind of have a little bit of the opposite with uh, so many guys leaving after really good, you know, after having some really good seasons. So uh, I especially look on that interior defensive line where you're going to see Siaki Ika uh, not returned, and, and they need to find another gap filler, somebody who causes issues in the middle. So I, I think that especially, though, you have to look at that secondary, and they really need to grow up, especially at safety and quarterback. Keyshawn, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Shehan, the uh, the Big 12 continues to think outside the box uh, with this new pro day coming up. What what are the why are they doing it and what are the, what are some of the benefits of it? Well, I think the first thing is that I think we're starting to see a move away in general from the NFL combine in terms of actual teamwork and evaluation and I think the Big 12 saw that as an opportunity uh, obviously you know the the big advantage as somebody who lives in the city of Dallas is that Dallas is the most central place in a lot of ways in the country so easy to get to obviously teams come through here all the time you know there was just a study put out that it's the number one city for sports business and so I think that they feel like look if we can use the Cowboys facilities uh, and host a pro day here every team in the country will come every, every NFL team will come and uh, and so I think that it's a huge opportunity for exposure. I think it's a huge opportunity to get, uh, you know, sort of an intimate look from NFL scouts and teams. It's going to be broadcast on NFL Network. And I think that another part of this, too, is ultimately that the Big 12 looks at the way that they that sort of national people talk about their draft performance and, and it's unquestionably subpar, right? I mean, you look at, uh, you look at the big 12 in terms of comparing them and NFL talent produced to the sec or the big 10, they're, they're just not even close. And, and even, you know, they, they've struggled in many years to keep up with the, the pac 12 and ACC. So this is, I think a huge swing to try to change that. I mean, obviously there's lots of good players in the big 12 who go on to have great careers. Uh, and a lot of them are underdrafted because they maybe don't have the attention that that other prospects have so this is an opportunity to bring people together it's an opportunity to to build some uh some momentum for some of the prospects who will be coming out of the big 12 uh, and i think the fact that Texas and oklahoma both want to be involved in it even though they will be leaving the conference just uh, uh, like a month and a half later shows how much interest and excitement there is at the idea of having a more intimate big 12 specific event Deion Sanders says he can turn Colorado around in year one. Is he being realistic? Uh, no. <laughs> no, he's not. I think that, you know, look, Colorado, uh, I, I had somebody ask me this question, and it's, you know, USC was able to flip things around in year one. They went from four and eight to one game away from the college football playoff and, and playing in a New Year's Six game. Why can't Colorado do the same thing? And, you know, the, the answer that I gave is that, USC has averaged more than eight wins a season over the past five years and Colorado's averaged less than five, you know, and, and the way that that manifests itself is that you're talking about a depth of talent on the roster that USC came in with. Now it wasn't good enough, obviously that that's the reason that they got rid of play Helton, but 
it was much more of a situation where you could uh, sort of address the top line of USC's roster as opposed to with Colorado. I think you're talking about needing to really get this thing from the core in a lot of ways. I mean, they were a 1-11 team last season uh, and potentially could have been an 0-12 team if some things go differently. And by the way, heading into 2023, they have an incredibly difficult schedule. They played both TCU and Nebraska in the non-conference slate before going and playing a nine-game conference schedule in a conference that I think is going to be really competitive this year. I mean, you're potentially talking about Colorado having one sort of guaranteed win game on the entire schedule and and potentially being underdogs in every other game on the schedule. So it's going to be very difficult. Now, look, I I think that they're going to be successful. I think they're going to be much, much, much improved. I think by year two, we're going to start to see some really encouraging signs. But but sincerely, if Colorado wins four games next year, that should be considered a success. If they win five, I I think people should be excited. And if they make a bowl game, they should throw a parade. It is a really (laughs) difficult path. You're going to have a parade right there in Boulder. That's great. Uh, You wrote an article uh, for CBSSports.com talking about the uh, Florida State-Georgia Tech game. They're going to move it probably to August in 2024, and uh, it's going to be played in Ireland. Why? I mean, is is that beneficial to these two programs? So so Ireland has really tried to get into the college football market. You know, we've we've seen actually in the past five years, they've actually uh, instituted sort of a yearly game. We will see Notre Dame, for example, play there this year. We saw uh, Northwestern play Nebraska there last year. There was supposed to be one during the pandemic season that got pushed back. So Ireland is trying to sort of uh, push their way into it. And they want this to be a signature college football event. Obviously, in week zero, there usually aren't very many sort of real games going on that weekend. You know, maybe some involving Hawaii, maybe a couple of conference-based games. But, uh, you know, there's usually one signature game. And, you know, I I think that, look, uh, you asked the question, what, what do they gain from that? Obviously, you know, I think that it's a big marquee game that helps. I'm sure that people... Uh, on the, those programs like the experience of going over there and getting to experience Dublin. And, and look, I mean, I think that Northwestern, for example, that was the highlight of their season in a lot of ways. Uh, and the other thing, too, is that I don't think Florida State would have been willing to give us a home game for this. I, I think that Georgia Tech, uh, w- which was scheduled as the home game heading into next year, is probably a little bit more willing to, to give up a home game for a, a bit of exposure. So, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where, uh, where where they feel like, you know, it's a, it's an honor to be invited. I'm sure the payout is pretty significant. Um, you know, for Florida State, it should be a relatively easy win. But also, if it's not, if Georgia Tech really starts to get things going in year two of the Brent Key air, obviously we haven't year one is yet, uh, you know, I, I think that is potentially a platform that Georgia Tech might not have otherwise. Jay Hunt, man, uh, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, we got our spring previews coming out in the next couple of days. And uh, this Thursday, I'm going to be talking about a familiar face to some uh, some Waco folks, uh, Matt Rule and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. So make sure and check that out at cbsports.com. As always, man, it is a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. That is uh, Shehan Jayaraja from cbsports.com. You, you said it, uh, I guess it was the other day, I don't remember, but there's always football conversation. Always, yeah. and now we're into we're into spring football with so many questions at so many different places. Pretty cool, you know. Football is relevant. Three sixty five. There you go. Ah, uh, better than the baseball classic. No, we got to have that tonight. Piece of junk is. No, we got to have that tonight. Hey. hey, I mean, steady over there now. I mean, 
Easy. Yeah, I mean. I'd rather watch a powder puff game. Well, you probably could. You watch the XFL. (laughs) It's better than the World Baseball Classic. No. These are guys that you know. You're watching guys that you'll never see again. You don't know that. They you one don't was, know that. One was a mechanic down the street. You don't know that. No, I mean they're not gonna. No, one maybe one player, one player gonna gonna elevate to to the NFL. One maybe. Hmm. The guys you're watching in the World Baseball Classic are MLB players. Whoopee. Just ask the Astros <laughs> in with Jose Altuve. <laughs> I still say they got to move that thing. Uh, Where are you gonna put it? I don't know. End of the year maybe. You know, and, and use players are not going to play. They're going to be wore out. That's for sure. I, I don't know. But, you know, if I'm a general manager, if I'm an owner, I don't want my guys playing. If I'm a player. I'm not playing in it. But they are. I mean. Okay. That's that's the problem. They are. I mean, you got Trout playing in it. I mean, for Pete's sake. You got okay. Altuve's playing him. You got some big time names. No, he's not. No, you're right. He's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's not anymore. He's he's prepping for a cast, isn't he? All right, 748. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Red Fiat, your friend of the car business. And, man, you could check out the great new inventory right here in Central Texas at Alan Samuels. We're talking about Ram trucks. They have all the quality for uh, work or play, and you're going you're gonna to be very impressed with the um, – with those Ram pickups, and we're talking about the the towing capabilities, the heavy duty payload, uh, the smooth ride, the luxury feel, the interior design. It's it's a luxurious design with one of those just good old hard nosed working trucks that Ram brings to the table for you. I mean, you're gonna love and you're gonna love doing business with the Ted Teague and his staff. Over to Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You know what? And if you get over there and you say, well. It's not the exact, I love this truck, but it's not the color I'm looking for. Well, look, you can go online and you can design your own truck, SUV, van, or, or, or a car. You, you can do that. You, the, the vehicle of your dreams, you can design at, at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. They have a great pre-owned selection and, of course, an outstanding service department. You're going to love doing business with Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time, joined now this morning by the uh, Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics, Mac Road. I-, I have yet to see anything compelling that shortening the game is in the, in the best interest of the health of our student-athletes. I think there's there's other ways to make it safer. Just don't know shortening the game by, you know, two to three to five minutes is is, is going to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The season is over for Baylor women's basketball. They were knocked out of the NCAA postseason tournament last night by UConn 77-58. Bears finished the season with a 20-13 record. Baylor baseball goes for three wins in a row when they host Sam Houston State tonight at Baylor Ballpark. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. MCC baseball came back from Tyler with an 11-3 victory. The Highlanders are now 17-7 and ranked sixth in the country. They have a conference doubleheader at Vernon tomorrow. The United States and Japan will play for the championship of the World Baseball Classic. They will meet at 6 o'clock tonight in Miami. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1952, the first ever major rock and roll concert took place? The Moondog Coronation Ball at the old Cleveland Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. The headliners included Paul Williams and the Hucklebuckers, (laughs) Tiny Grimes and the Rocking Highlanders, the Dominoes, and Veretta Dillard. All right, Ward, you buying or you selling? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how you call that major. <laughs> no, it's it's just considered just because of the size. It had a crowd of fifteen thousand people at the arena. It was the first like major rock and roll concert that had multiple headliners, quote unquote. What year was that? Nineteen fifty-two. Okay, I ain't buying, but okay, whatever. Was considered by Guinness World Records as the first 
rock major rock and roll concert of all time. What do they know? Yeah. Fair. All right, what else you got? Also in 1953, did you know that this Eastern semifinal matchup between the Syracuse Nationals and the Boston Celtics included an NBA record 106 fouls, 12 players fouling out, two ejections, <laughs> and then also a note from this Celtics player, Bob Cousy, had seven points at halftime and finished the game with 50. Wow. And then with nearly half of Boston's points as the Celtics won 111 to 105 in quadruple overtime. <laughs> what a train wreck. 106 fouls. Oh, boy. And 14 players either fouling out or getting eject- ejected. Crazy. The 1953 Eastern Semifinals between Syracuse and Boston. Just crazy game. And also, on this day in 1985, did you know that Adrian Peterson was born? There you go. In... Palestine? Palestine, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Has spent 16 years in the NFL as a running back. Had almost 3,000 rushing yards his senior year at Palestine High, by the way. Spent the majority of his NFL career with Minnesota. Three-time rushing yard leader, four-time first-team All-Pro, all 2012 MVP, and Offensive Player of the Year. And then 2007 Offensive Rookie of the Year. He turns 38 today. Wow. Adrian Peterson. Happy 38th birthday to him. And also, we were talking yesterday about all the NCAA tournament teams that played their final four games at home. Mm-hmm. It happened in 1945 when New York University, who were the runner-up in the championship game, City College of New York did it in 47 and 50, and they were the champions in 50. Louisville did it in 1959. They lost in that final four matchup. UCLA did it in 1968 and 1972. They won the championships both times, part, part of that seven-year championship championship streak and that streak where they won nine out of ten championships the last team to do it was butler in 2010 where they were the runner-up in the national championship game i thought we decided kansas did it it. they did kansas did it in 1988 yeah in kansas city yes in 1988 kansas did it as well all right so there you go all right uh 757 this is game time on espn central texas and here's john morris the voice of the bears with today's baylor sports beat it's time now for the baylor sports beat Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's going to recheck a Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, the end of the season comes for Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball. While it's the start of spring practice for Coach Dave Aranda and the football Bears today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Just as teams are celebrating on the courts, your mountaintop experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $5,500 on second and third row options or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. And if we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams. It's the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! 
Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball bowed out of the NCAA tournament in the second round last night at Gamble Pavilion in Stores, Connecticut, with a 77-58 loss to homestanding UConn. The Baylor women finish at 20-13 and 13 on the season. They had three players in double-figure scoring last night. Jamie Asbury with 15, Jaden Owens with 14, and freshman Bella Fauntleroy with 12. For the Baylor women, they finish at 20-13 and 13 on the season. Today is the start of spring practice for Coach Dave Aranda and the football Bears on the field this afternoon for the first of 15 practices over the spring, culminating with the spring game April 22nd at McLean Stadium. And Baylor baseball wraps up a 14-game homestand tonight, hosting Sam Houston State at Baylor Ballpark. Assistant Coach Zach Dillon says, these home games have been a real benefit for this young Baylor team. Yeah, I think with the state of our team and the youth, I think you know being in a comfortable environment can help you. Um, obviously, we haven't played as well as we w- would have liked during that stretch. Um, but at the same time, it's good to be at home. It's good to be in front of our fans and, and get our crowd behind us and, and where they've kind of seen us grow in the last three weeks. So I think uh, hopefully that bodes well for the future. Um, but we're going we're gonna to be challenged with a tough road series in Stillwater this weekend for sure. Um, and I think the Duke series probably helped prep us for that a little bit. So, um, again, you know, we're, we're only as good as we are today. So we got to show up today and get back to work and, and hopefully keep continual growth with these guys as the year progresses. Zach Dillon and the Bears coming off the series victory over Kansas State in Big 12 play this past weekend, hosting Sam Houston State tonight at Baylor Ballpark on the air at 615, first pitch at 630 tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Where we'll have more tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in. Hour to the program. This is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we uh, welcome into the program from the Baylor broadcast team, Pat Nunley, back from Denver, Colorado. Pat, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning, as always. Yeah, my pleasure, Tom. It's good to be back in River City. <laughs> in the last couple of weekends. Uh, it, it, it certainly has. Uh Kind of break down the, the the ball game. I mean, against against Creighton, it, it just you 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 get seventy six, but that, that that's that's not enough. I mean, defensively, you just didn't get it done. No, and really, Tom, that's been the story of this team this year. Uh, you know, watching all of the bracketologists predict Creighton Baylor, like all of them, weeks with the exception, I think, of Lafonso Ellis, picked Creighton in that game. In fact. Uh, I subscribe to The Athletic. I think it's really great to cover college basketball. They have, I think it is, Tom, six college basketball sports writers. Every one of the six picks Creighton. 
And the storyline was, and it's been this way really over the course of the season, Baylor great offensively, Baylor not good enough defensively. And to advance in this tournament, you got to defend. You just have to get stops. And the Bears just weren't able to do that. Now, having said that, Creighton gets credit in that game. They were great. And their game plan was terrific. And I think the comparison, really, my takeaway, Tom, in that game was Creighton was a complete basketball team. Now, they're not very deep. They're not deep at all. But they're starting five. They've got a really quality big man, Big East Defensive Player of the Year two years in a row who can really score. And then they've got a power forward. They've got guards at the perimeter, three guards a lot like Baylor, who can really score. And on a night like the one they had against Baylor, they're just going to win. Baylor, the other side of the coin, a little bit um, one-dimensional, actually a lot one-dimensional. And and if you can chase Baylor off the three-point line and get them to make twos rather than threes, you've got a chance. And I, th- I just think that's what Creighton did. You mentioned uh, that – that was kind of the mo all year long, not uh, you know the, the defense, but that's a that's a staple of a Scott Drew team, and that's that's where it was a little confusing, I, I think. Yeah, and and the standard now, as it should be, is the national championship team, and that team was rugged, it was nasty, it was disruptive defensively. <laughs> they would beat you up, and this team just really never got there. And I, I think, well, of course, Scott wants to get back to that. I, I think some rim protection would be helpful as, as well. So that's just really, and Tommy, you know, I've talked about this. You know, you play 33 games, you know who you are. And so going into the NCAA tournament, Baylor understood it just wasn't a, a high-quality defensive team. And if it played great offensively, it would have a chance. And it just was a rough shooting night for Baylor against Creighton. And again, Creighton gets credit for that. That you could just tell, Tom. Teams towards the end of the year, Baylor did not play play well its last eight games, and it was because teams figured out how to defend them. And it was hard hedges on ball screens, double team guards, and just force somebody else besides those three guards to to beat them, and and just weren't able to do that. Baylor needed some scoring punch from somewhere other than the guards. Got a little bit from Bridges. But I think we're exposed at the inability to uh, to really have a low post scoring threat. Do you think that some of this, I, I and I'm not trying to put words in anybody's mouth, but some of this we might have saw a little bit of the absence of Jerome Tang with this defense not being really what it was expected it to be? Yeah, I, I don't think so. And, and I've been asked that question a lot. I just don't. Because, um, you know, Coach Tang recruited a lot of the guys that we have. And by the way, this is a good basketball team. And I'm going to get back to that in a minute because we've got to really finish on a high note. But I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's dudes, right? It's guys. And you, you've got to have the right guys to play defense. It's coaching. But it's, it's a lot more than X's and O's. I mean, the guys on the staff now totally get it and know exactly what needs to happen. But you have to have guys to execute it. you got to have guys that have a heart for defense and, and a heart for ball pressure. And, you know, Davion Mitchell could make me look good as a coach defensively. And so you got to have guys. And what, what Coach Tang has done is went out and got dudes. Now, he understands what it takes to win at this level, having been through a national championship run. 
So it's guys. It's not, I don't think, X's and O's. I really don't. I love Coach Tang, but I've said all along, the absence of Coach Tang, I believe, had really nothing to do with our inability to get stops this year. I just feel that. I want to touch base on something you just said. And I said this yesterday. We talked about this yesterday on the program after, uh, you know, it was our first chance to talk about the game after Sunday night's loss. You know, it's disappointing. It's all of those things. But it's 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 all of those things because we have an expectation for the program. The program has elevated itself to such that that's kind of the expectation now. And and that's a good thing, actually. I mean, it, it tells you that this program has won on a consistent basis for a long, long time. That's a great point, Tom. And I think we have to get to that. I, I think as, as Baylor basketball fans, you have to just take a step back, get the bad taste of a loss out of your mouth, mm-hmm. and then really assess where this team is as a program. Tom, they've been a number one seed each of the last two years, would have been a number one seed in the COVID year, and then were a three seed this year. They were the first three seed. They were the the ninth seeded team in the NCAA tournament. And you just have to appreciate that. I mean, there is a laundry list of, of facts about where the program is right now. Bears are 22 and 16 in 14 NCAA championship appearances. They're 19 and 10 under Coach Drew. Uh, They are 42, think about this, 42 and 25 in postseason tournaments, conference national over the last 15 years. Uh, I could go on and on and on. And so you, you really have to get there and embrace the fact that this is a program that is now uber relevant at a national level and has has built that really, Tom, with guards. And look at this stat. Baylor, uh, under the Scott Drew, in the Scott Drew era, 12 of Baylor's last 13 point guards have been all-conference. Confer- all now, no all-conference post players. Actually, not many post players have been all-conference as you go back over the Big 12 the last several years. But so Baylor has built its program primarily with guards. If you're going to play the guard spot for Baylor, you, uh, for Coach Drew, you've got to score. You just have to. And, and so I think that's really been – and then those guards have all been high ball pressure on the ball defenders at almost an elite level. And I think that was really the missing piece of the puzzle this year. But you have to embrace where Baylor stands as a program – and it's a disappointing year in a year when the Bears went 23-11. and 11. That's not bad. You can never, ever take 23 wins for granted. How big is the transfer portal in play now for Scott Drew this offseason? Yeah, good question. Or I, I don't really know. I do know that they took the day off yesterday, and they're back at it today. <laughs> because, it, you know, the transfer portal is just a thing now. It is. And I, I really don't know what their approach is. But... Uh, not only does Baylor, I think, need to access the transfer portal, you got to keep players here as well. Because I guarantee you, LJ Cryer is a hot commodity right now. He just is. And I don't. I have no earthly idea what what that looks like. Uh, I mean, if Josh Ojanwina is a guy that other people would like to have. So not only now do you have to get into the transfer portal, you have to keep your guys out of the transfer portal. And that's that's a really big deal when you factor in NIL and basically free agency with no salary cap. It's nuts, but it's just the world that they live in right now. 
and, and you you may have already answered this. I'm going to ask anyway. Where do you begin with with this program uh, as you move forward, getting ready for next year? I mean, where, what's what's the starting point? I mean, if they're laying it all out on the table, where do they begin? Well, they've got a good group of guys coming in. They've got two elite guards coming in, and that's going to help a lot. Now, they'll be young, but they're really good. Don't really know what's going to happen with Keontae George yet. But I, I think at the guard spot, again, they're going to be good. They'll be young if, if they can retain Cryer. That is, that's a really gr- great group of guards for this team. I think the emergence of Josh Ojanwina is critical. And, and he progressed. He was playing lots of minutes until Chama Chachua came back in. So you're going to see him progress. He's going to become more of an offensive threat, I think. He's just going to understand the game better. And then Chama Chachua, who played on one leg this year. He just did. And you could see it. Uh, hopefully a year from now or you know, by next November, he's, he's a different player physically. And he's healthier and, and is able to be a little bit bit more like he was a year ago when he was the co-defensive player of the year in the league. So I, I don't really know what, which holes uh, the bears really need to fill because it hasn't all played out yet, but I would say really good at the guard spot. Jalen bridges has been really a godsend for this team. He was great by the end of the year. It'd be nice to get a little more low post scoring, get a rim protector. And I think right now, that guy is Josh Ojanwina. They're relying heavily on him to progress and get better, and I think he will. With two teams in the Big 12 left in the dance right now, is this still the best conference in the land? I think it is. Well, that's a good question because I don't think best conference in the land means that you get into the NCAA tournament and you've got two teams in the Final Four. I think what that means is night in, night out, in the league, which is the toughest league, and no question, it's the Big 12. One through 10, every time you play, it is a war. And you play everybody round robin. You get them home, you get them away. So from that perspective, it is clearly the best league in the country. Does that translate into having two teams in the Final Four? Well, clearly it doesn't right now. But, you know, I mean, still you've got Kansas State in there. You've got Texas in there. Uh so it, it's represented well, I think, in the Sweet 16 as it stands right now. And you got a couple of teams that could make a run. But, again, great question. I think people uh, take best conference in the country to mean that they're going to produce a national champ. Not necessarily, because a lot of things have to go well to win a national championship. Even to get to a Sweet 16, everybody's vulnerable, as we have seen. So, yes, it is the best conference in the country as we describe it the way I just talked about it. Pat, uh, everybody thinks or, or thought that Keontae George was a one-and-done. Is, is, do you see any scenario where he's, he's back next year? Now, again, Tom, I, I don't really know. I mean, I looked at some of the, the draft boards just the other day, I think coming back when we had a little bit of time to kill and some of the mock drafts, and, and they still have him as a lottery pick. Wow. And in and, and, and any event, you know, a, a first-round guy. I just don't know. I really am not good at assessing that kind of stuff. I do know that he struggled down the stretch. He just did. And I think his, his ankle injury may have had a little bit to do with that. But, you know, it's a different ballgame. You get the NCAA tournament, even going back to the Big 12 tournament, 
it's, it's way different. And he struggled. He just did. He did not shoot the ball well. I think he was one for 10 against uh, Creighton and, and struggled to get shots, uh, high-quality shots, struggled to get to the line. So I don't know. Uh, he, he had a great freshman year, and he was everything that Baylor hoped he would be. He just faltered down the stretch, and it, I think it just was the grind of the Big 12 uh, conference schedule and then moving into the NCAA tournament. And, you know, he got roughed up a little bit. He just did. Pat, thanks. We appreciate your time. And, and again, another phenomenal year on the broadcast. And, and I've said it a million times, I'll tell you, uh, and I've told John, our, our broadcast, our radio broadcast of Baylor basketball is the best in, in the world. I mean, there is none better. I love listening to you guys and, and the chemistry that you guys have built over the years and the, the information that you get us. It's, uh, it's the best broadcast, and I, and I, and I appreciate your time. Well, I, that means a lot coming from you guys. It really does. And we have a ball. I mean, we just have so much fun doing it. J-Mo is one of the best friends I have in the world. Bob Baker's right there with him. And we, when we sit down, we are just, first of all, grateful to be able to sit there and do what we do. And we just have so much fun. I devour stats. I love, I mean, this may be a sad comment on my social life, but I just, I love tearing through statistics and you know analyzing games and all that so i i very much appreciate that guys i want everybody to know how blessed and grateful i am to be able to sit there and do it pat thanks appreciate your time my pleasure guys okay talk to you soon uh pat nunley our uh, our guest it's 8 16 this is game time here on espn central texas glenn moore and baylor bear softball on 101.3 fm Baylor softball back in action on the road this Wednesday morning at UT Arlington. 11.15 a.m. for the warm-up show. 11.30, first pitch Wednesday. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. Race season is on, and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic, presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco, is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of Run What You Run Whopper action. Plus wild winged outfield altars, gear slamming, dirty self gassers, fire breathing jet dragsters, and much, much more. 12 and under are free. And every ticket is a pit pass. Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? Nitro. nitro. You know what to do. Be there. Be there. The Chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 821, man, what a busy morning this morning. We appreciate your time. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad to have you with us. (laughs) I try. I really do. Ah, here's Stephanie from Sales. One cheery Stephanie from Sales. <laughs> That's right. I got a smile on my face. How are you? I'm good, and y'all? Good, I'm, a, good. I'm a little tired, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What happened? Well, we played in the, in the house, out the house, from about 2 o'clock on this morning with our dog. He could not uh, make up his mind. Did he want in, or did he want out? Well, that um, happens. I'm like, oh. So, it was like a marathon. You know what you could have done? What? Open the door and went to bed. And then he could have decided if he was in the house or it's, out of the you house. You realize I live in the country, so those creatures could come in and out, like rabbits and skunks. No, not happening. So, anyways. Sleep on the Good morning. Good yeah. morning. Hey, at least it ain't 32 degrees this morning. Yeah. I think we're finally entering into spring, maybe. Maybe. No, we, haven't, jinx it. we have not got to <laughs> Easter yet. So we, Well, that's true. So. That's true. But anyways, so you guys, I was in the Google yesterday. We've talked about this guy before, but I started like reading about him and I was like, what in the world? So, you know, Joey Chestnut, the national champion eating hot dogs. Mm -hmm. Do you know that he started competing in these eating competitions when he was 21 years old? His brother did it, entered him into an eating contest and said that he he owes his uh, career. career... And eating to his brother. 
career in eating. That's all he does. That's all he does. He travels around the country and does these eating competitions. And do you know how much he is worth just from eating competitions? Uh, $20 million. I wish. No, about $3 million. Ah. $3 million, And all you do is eat. So, not a bad gig. No, no it's not. not. <laughs> but, so, I'm, you know, he's not a big guy. He's not a big guy. He stays in shape. So I started, like, doing a little bit more research. Listen to this. These are all his eating contests. I could see Tom doing some of these. Easy. <laughs> well, I could see all of us doing some. Not me. Okay. He ate four three-pound apple pies in eight minutes. Oh, my God. And one. He <laughs> ate brain tacos. Oh, no. <laughs> 14.5 pounds in eight minutes. Now, oh. I'm thinking the brains are from the cow. You would hope. Yeah, Or monkey brains. <sighs> Didn't you see that? No. Raider of the Lost Ark? No. You didn't see Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. Wow. No, I didn't either. What is wrong with y'all? Nothing. Okay. He ate 28 ounce corned beef sandwiches in 10 minutes. No. These are all the competitions <laughs> he's won. Okay? okay. He ate 47 grilled cheese sandwiches in 47 minutes. I or in to, 10 minutes. I could do I'll that. eat a grilled oh, cheese. Oh, in 10 minutes. In no. 10 minutes. 47 of them, though? No. Yeah. But I'll, I'll eat grilled cheese, yeah. You'd be constipated. <laughs> you think? <laughs> he ate 118 jalapeno poppers in nine minutes. Oh, no. Tom's heartburn. over there just shaking his head. Heartburn. Total yeah. heartburn. He ate 13 and a half pounds of pork ribs in 12 minutes. I could do that. You could eat that many in 12 minutes? Oh, yeah. Ribs? No. Oh, Come no way. <laughs> He ate 45 pork pulled sliders in 10 minutes. 45? 45. Look, Tom's getting nauseous over here just listening. He ate 15 pounds of shrimp cocktail in eight minutes. Oh, my God. 15 pounds of scrimps? Of scrimps. Scrimps. But here's my thing. Obviously, they're already pulled and ready to just... It's just the shrimp, right? You don't. Have, it's not peeling each shrimp. Right. You don't. I mean, you wouldn't have enough time to do all that. No. He ate. Okay, now this is really grosses me out. He ate a hundred and two tamales in twelve minutes. Ooh. And I love tamales, but a hundred and two. That's quite a few. That's he, a lot. That's a lot. He ate nine and a half pound turkey in ten minutes. <laughs> is that? That's a big, what Tom does every Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over it. Here's the best one. He ate 121 Twinkies in six minutes. There's nothing wrong with that. In six minutes? There's nothing wrong with that. Minutes. But that would be kind of easy because they're like sponges. That's that's true. And they're soft, so you could just kind of like, when you put it in your mouth, your spit's going to dissolve it, so it just kind of slides down your throat. Still, that's like 20 per minute. That's crazy. All right. You know the big Texan? The big Texas uh, steakhouse in Amarillo? Yeah, he he did that. Did he do that? Mm Mm-hmm. In 10 minutes. Will Ferrell did that last week. I saw that. Did he? I want to. Did I he eat, eat it there. all? I don't know. I want to eat there. So there is a mother named Molly Schuler. How fast did he do the big Texan in? In like twelve minutes. Twelve. He ate that steak because you like have a, to eat all the you have fixings. To eat the baked potato, the yeah. salad, rolls, rolls. Okay. Isn't that you like have a, to eat it all? Isn't that like a seventy-two ounce steak? Seventy-two yeah, ounce steak. Seventy-two oh ounce steak. Goodness. So get this. How this, many minutes? Twelve. Like twelve. <laughs> Get this. What Don't they the give no you like an hour or yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> they, they give, give you, you an hour. He was trying to keep up, you know, his world records. But get this. So this lady named Molly Schuler, she's a mother of four. She weighs 120 pounds. 
she consumed that whole steak, three baked potatoes, three shrimp cocktails, oh. three salads, and three butter rolls, and she did it all in 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Not taking her to the steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then the last thing that he did, um, he ate 12 pounds of deep-fried asparagus at the asparagus eating competition in San Joaquin, California. It's at the asparagus festival, and I've been there. And those deep fried asparagus are good. Are they? They are really He's good. He's eating this much. He's not a big guy. He's not. So get this. But he trains like a marathon runner. Yeah. So he has people that are training him. And, I mean, he runs. But here's what's interesting. On average, he consumes 20,160 calories at each eating competition. Oof. That is four times more than Russell Wilson eats. I read that. <sighs> yeah. 12, let's see, 1,296 grams of fat, 2,160 milligrams, 2,160 milligrams of cholesterol, 56,160 milligrams of sodium. That can't be healthy. No. He could have a heart attack or have like. Well, how often he does could he explode? How often he does could? he do yeah. these? Well, I'm sure, you know, because eating competitions are actually starting right now. Because think about it. It's spring, Mm -hmm. and most of them are done at festivals. So all of them start. County fair. Yeah. (laughs) Most of them start kicking up in March, April. So after about Christmas, Thanksgiving, I think he slows down and maybe diets. But, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting that he has won all those, and he's making millions of dollars just eating. How much money is he worth? Three million. That's a lot of clams, isn't it? That's a lot. Just from I see eating. What you did there. Yeah, I did it. That went over my head. That's some serious dough, don't you think? Yes, yeah, like cookie dough. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't want to do that. I could I mean, I could not eat I can't even consume two thousand calories. You wouldn't want to eat twelve pounds of deep fried asparagus? No, I can eat one. Not one pound. I could just eat like one, one. stick. But and Man, I he's could making not- some bread, isn't he? I mean, I'm running out over here. (laughs) Um, Lost for words. Yeah. But, you know, is it a sport? Is it not? It is a thing, though. It is a sport. And it's a competition. It's on ESPN. It's a, you know, it's a sport. I know. They would never put anything on ESPN that's not a sport. Oh, never. Well, (laughs) they should on Ocho put some of my stuff because there's some good sports out there. But, anyways, I thought I just ran across and I thought it was interesting that, you know, he started when he was 21. I can't believe he makes $3 million a year. $3 million. He just travels around. And here's the thing. He went to college and got his degree in engineering. So he always has that to fall back on if he gets tired of eating. I mean, I don't think when he gets in his 70s, he can, can eat like that. I thought you were going to tell me he got a culinary degree or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might have to. He might. He's got to be careful. I mean, all that stuff is going to make him sick. Yeah. You wow. think? Yeah. Anyways, mm. I thought it was interesting. There you Crazy. go. All right. All right. What do you got let's going go today? To Anything Texan. important? Huh? Let's all load up. And I go would to like to go there. Hey, you know what? Let's I... all load up and go to Stephenville and go eat a chicken fried steak at Jacob Dorothy. That's what Ooh. we need to do. I haven't been there and I haven't been to the Big Texan in Amarillo either. And it's on my bucket list. I think it'd be fun. I would love to go to the Big Texan. But I am not going to try to eat a 72 ounce steak. No, me either. I think the three of y'all could do it together. No. No. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I just want to see Big Tex. I want to see how tall he is. At the state fair? 
No, isn't he like in front of the restaurant? No, they have no. like a giant. No, they cow. have a big cow. A cow? Yeah. It's a cow. Well, I want to see the cow then. I want to see the cow. Big old cow. But yeah. There you go. Road trip. It's a big tall cow. A big tall cow. <laughs> <laughs> big God. tall cow. Oh, what a Tuesday. Here that we makes are. a lot of dough. <laughs> Which mind. makes bread? I don't know. Here All we go. Right. <laughs> All right, you got anything? You got anything big planned today? I mean, actually, I do. I've got I've got a few meetings with some you? people. Anybody yeah. you want to share? I mean, no, I'm gonna okay. keep it quiet till tomorrow. Right. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. When do they happens. know that you're having a meeting with them? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go sell something. All right, y'all have All a good right. one. Thanks. Yeah, eight thirty-one. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. And we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts, where, hey, they got anything and everything that you're looking for. Uh, if you need a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, maybe it's a holiday coming up. Uh, maybe it's just because. I mean, you know, it's it, you can do that as well at Morrison's Gifts. All kinds of great things. John Hart Leather Goods, Consuela uh, Bags and Purses. They got key rings. They got Times Candles. They got jewelry. They, I mean, they the laundry list just goes on and on and on of all these great Gift ideas they have for you at Morrison's Gifts. It's a uh, it's a Baylor alumni-owned business, and they are um, they moved a couple of doors down. Literally, they're in the uh, Brazos Square Shopping Center. They've been there for a long time, but they moved two doors down. There's a song in there someplace, but they moved two doors down. Uh, and I think Mark is laughing and singing and having a party. I I don't know, but they're two doors down from uh, the original location, so you can't miss them. And they're they're having a I mean, they just got all kinds of great things going on. So check them out today. It's Morrison's Gifts. They do. They offer free gift wrapping, and they can deliver that thing wherever you need it sent to. Whatever your gift idea is, they can get it to wherever it needs to go. That's what they do for you. Sally and the crew are going to take great care of you at Morrison's Gifts, 4308 West Waco Drive. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Had a uh, nice hotel, found a great rate, downtown Louisville. Aaron, did I, is it my fault, do you think, for booking the room prior to the game? I booked it at about 5.30 yesterday. I, I uh, Hopefully I didn't cause anything. Bears yes, go out stop. there. <laughs> you think I did it. <laughs> my fault. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing 
financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The season is over for Baylor women's basketball. They were knocked out of the NCAA postseason tournament last night by UConn, 77-58. Texas lost to Louisville, 73-51, and Oklahoma was eliminated by UCLA, 82-73. So no Big 12 teams remain in the women's tournament. Baylor baseball goes for three wins in a row when they host Sam Houston State tonight at Baylor Ballpark. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. MCC baseball came back from Tyler with an 11-3 victory. The Highlanders are now 17-7 and ranked sixth in the country. The United States and Japan will play for the championship of the World Baseball Classic. They will meet at 6 o'clock tonight in Miami. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas marketplace and advanced foundation repair. Eight thirty-seven. Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morch is coming up at three. He's going to have. Head softball coach Glenn Moore on the program. They play tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning, by the way, 11.30, first pitch against UTA. And then uh, over the weekend, they're going to be in Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Baseball team's going to be in Stillwater over the weekend as well. Baseball team plays tonight. Uh, they host um, Sam Houston State tonight, 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. From the CNC Collision Center text line, Corey says, guys, the score of the game last night doesn't show the guts they showed during the game. Losing's never good, but, man, they played their butts off last night. I, I totally agree. I mean, we, we said that uh, from the outset. You know, I, I know it's a 19 – at the end of the day, it's a 19-point loss. But, I mean, if you watch the game, again, it was a, it was about two or three runs. I think, Ward, you mentioned one of those runs was, what, 12 to – 16 to 2. 16 to 2, yeah. Uh, but that's what it was about. I mean, it was a it was a competitive basketball game for 
you know, the first half and, and, and half, the, half the third quarter. Uh, well, it, UConn it, hasn't been to 29 straight six Sweet 16s by mistake. No, that's what we were talking about this morning in our first hour. You know, there's people going, what's wrong with UConn because they haven't won a national championship in a couple of years? There's nothing wrong with UConn. They set the bar so stinking high, and they're still getting there. I mean, and if you watch the game – and I don't know that we ever, if we as fans got a true sense of what that was like, but the, I mean, but you kind of did watching it on television. It was, it was a raucous place. I mean, that house was rocking. It was sold out and 99% of those people there were, were wearing blue and in rooting for, for Connecticut. I mean, it was, that's a tough, tough atmosphere and they make it even tougher on the visitors coming in. That's why they don't lose at home. They just, they just don't lose there. Uh, and again, I thought, I thought Nikki Collin and her team played played well uh, and gave themselves a chance. It just it got away from them there midway through the third quarter, and and they just couldn't couldn't get it back. And a couple of you know a couple of runs by Connecticut, and and that was that was that. You know, and you could kind of sense the game, couldn't you? Didn't, didn't you think so, Ward? You can kind of sense the game. Kind of getting away from yeah, it was them. getting away from them yeah. mid- midway through the third quarter. Yeah. You could you could see it start I mean, stretching out. When, at one point, I think I'm right. I think it was forty six to forty six. Yes. Uh, it, it, so you're sitting there going, "Hey, <laughs> so you say there's a chance?" I mean, did anybody give them a chance at four o'clock yesterday afternoon? No. 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 I mean, no. Uh, and then you're sitting there midway through the third quarter, going, "Well, hang on a second here." So yeah. Corey, you're 100% correct. They played their tails off. So, there you go. Uh, 8.40. We're 20 away from 9. All right. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, talking with Shehan Raja earlier this morning, Baylor spring football drills begin the first of 15 practices as the Bears prepare for their spring football game. Ward, you got a new D.C. You got uh, a couple of new coaches. You got uh, a new quarterback coming in to compete. You need some help on the offensive line, maybe even on the defensive line. What are you looking for out of these spring drills? I, I think there's a lot of questions you've got to answer if you're the Bears right now. Who Who is going to take the reins and take a step forward in that quarterback position is question number one. I mean, I I don't think that they have that answered going into the spring. I think it's an open competition. We'll know more when we hear from Coach Aranda. I'm sure that's going to be one of the questions that's asked after practice today. Is this an open competition at the quarterback spot? And I, for me, I think it should be. I think it should be an open competition because there's no better way to get better than internal competition. So if you want to make both of them get better, you've got to open that door. Um, but again, I, I I don't know what their thought process is. You mentioned the offensive line. They've got to get better up front. Mm-hmm. They just do. Well, they lost two or three guys. Yeah. And so now you you got a questions you got to answer there. Who's the running back of this team? Is the transfer from Oklahoma State going to step in and take the reins? And can the running game complement the passing game because it failed to last year? Uh, so that's got to get fixed. Uh, there's there's a lot of things to work on uh, in the spring, and that's that's what spring football is for to to start answering some of these questions and get ahead of the game. So when you hit the field in the fall, you kind of have an idea of what your roster looks like and and what you need to do from there. That's a great point. Is Richard Reese the freshman? Is he a clear cut? favorite at that running back position that you know he's a freshman last year going to be a sophomore coming up is he a clear-cut favorite at that at that spot uh you know 
it, it was it was unusual. I, I don't want to say funny, but it was unusual. There were times where, even though he led the team in rushing, but there were times where he was the third or fourth selection at running back used in the rotation. And maybe that was just the way the rotation went, but it was it, it, to me it seemed a little peculiar that sometimes he was the fourth guy into the backfield to run the football. Yeah, I don't. And I don't he led know. your team. <laughs> you led your team. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a big fan of, but it you know it's not my team, and there's there's probably reasons why. But I'm not a fan of running back by committee. I want a guy that I can put in there that can get lathered up and is better in the fourth quarter than he was the first. Is and, and again, this is all speculation. Is it running back by committee because somebody doesn't step up and and just clearly win the job and take I, the job? I don't know. I I don't know what they're looking for in that yeah. position. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's the philosophy that they have offensively is, hey, we're going to keep fresh legs in the game at all times. Well, for me, that means a guy can't get in a rhythm. Right. But two years ago, Abram Smith was the guy. I mm-hmm. mean, period. Well, I mean, he was the dude. Things change. Yeah. Well, good point. Philosophies change. It's, you know, maybe you don't feel like you have somebody that can withstand everything. <laughs> I was going to say, based off personnel, maybe you have a different view of it. That's, that's you know, we'll find out. So there's a lot of stuff that they got to get done. And look, are they going to answer every question this spring? I don't know. They got 15 practices, and then they got a spring a game. You can answer a lot in 15 practices. You, you the, the number one thing you've got to find out is who's the quarterback. That's number one on this spring list, I think. And I don't think that he comes here unless he has an opportunity to compete. I mean, I, I, why would you transfer if you, you know, hey, you're going to be clearly our number two guy? I don't know. Maybe he does, but you know, oh, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. For me, you. I, you just look at it and go, hey, we got to find the guy who's going to be the guy. And I don't, I don't necessarily care what happened last year or what happened the year before or wherever we're at right now. We need to find somebody that's going to step up and take control and leadership of this team. You're right. I mean, you roll the ball out there and you go, who's going to pick it up and, and, and run with it. And we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes again. I, I think there's, you got to kind of figure out your offensive line. Who's going to win jobs there. You just hope that when you come out of these 15 practices and you once in your, in your spring game, that you have a really, and I'm not saying you have to have every spot, but you want to have a really clear cut, Look at your at your two deep on both sides of the ball. I think you want to know where you're starting, what your starting point is when you go into fall practice. Well, you have to. Yeah, you you have to know the starting point, and you want to know who's going to compete when the lights are turned on, and that's what you use spring football for. For me, I I want to know who's going to get in there and compete to try to win a job because if they'll compete to try to win a job, they'll compete for you on Saturday. So that's uh, that's spring football, uh, and it begins today. And we will uh, we'll have a chance to uh, to catch up with uh, Coach Aranda after practice and see you know kind of how day one went and get a chance to visit with him and, and ask those questions. You know, uh, and I'm curious does does Dave Aranda with a new DC does he spend a little more time over on the defensive side of the football with you know with the new DC or or is he just gonna hand the keys to the car to him and say, you know what, here you go. I don't know. No, he's not going to do that. I, I wouldn't think so either. But, you know, uh, we'll find out what, what, he's, what he's got on his mind as far as how that, how that rolls. So uh, lots of questions. Lots of questions. Fun time of the year. 
And, of course, uh, that uh, that spring practice number one is coming up this afternoon uh, at the practice facilities. All right, uh, 846, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. And, again, we do have baseball coming your way. We'll talk more about that coming up in a few minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show. 6.30 first pitch Tuesday for the Bears and the Bearcats from Baylor Ballpark. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 209-2101 or ubeo.com. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The season is over for Baylor women's basketball. They were knocked out of the NCAA postseason tournament last night by UConn, 77-58. Texas lost to Louisville, 73-51, and Oklahoma was eliminated by UCLA, 82-73. So no Big 12 teams remain in the women's tournament. Baylor baseball goes for three wins in a row when they host Sam Houston State tonight at Baylor Ballpark. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. 
MCC Baseball came back from Tyler with an 11-3 victory. The Highlanders are now 17-7 and ranked sixth in the country. The United States and Japan will play for the championship of the World Baseball Classic. They will meet at 6 o'clock tonight in Miami. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.51, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, congratulations to Baylor fourth-year junior right-hander Will Rigney. He was named the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. Rigney was, uh, well, he was just outstanding uh, over a couple of outings uh, last week, throwing five, listen to this, five perfect innings, striking out 11 of the 15 batters that he faced in those two outings and uh, picking up some wins and, and and he's a great story, and he's a local kid, and you just you wish him the very best as he uh, as he goes out and gets it done for for the Bears. In uh, his name, the uh, Big Twelve Pitcher of the Week. Baylor took two out of three from Kansas State in Waco, and uh, now they got a, a midweek game against uh, against Sam Houston State tonight before going on the road to Oklahoma State. Uh, and there, and I, you know, I want I want reports back on that new ballpark. I mean, that I hear that that is a phenomenal new ballpark. I had one guy tell me uh, in, in the conference that that is now the best ballpark in the conference. And Ward, for the longest, they had one of the worst, if not the worst. Uh, and mm-hmm. now they got one of the best, if not the best. I mean, so uh, so Baylor will be there Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, you know, continuing Big 12 conference play, but tonight it's uh, it's Sam Houston State, six fifteen for the warm up, six thirty for the first pitch, and that will Sam be, Houston State's a good baseball team. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, and that'll be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Sam comes in at thirteen and eight. They're thirteen and eight. The Bears are eight and twelve. So yeah, it's a it's a good club, and look forward to it. Uh, Derek's going to have the call for us, and uh, that will begin at six fifteen uh, with the warm up, six thirty first pitch. And I'm still trying to figure out why the game tomorrow got switched to 1130. I'm, I'm hearing it's some kind of uh, – You mean softball? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to I think they're going to bring some uh, Arlington ISD kiddos to the game, and I think that's kind of why I, I, I've heard they something have, about that. They have one every year, baseball and softball at UTA, so maybe that's what it is. I, I think that's what it was, and so they're going to have – they're going to move that game from 6 p.m. up to 1130. It's got to be what it is. So uh, the getaway game, right? And, and you know what? We do it in basketball here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, at the Ferrell. So th- that should be that should be fun. So they ought to do it in baseball, softball. Yeah, here why too. not? Huh? Be fun. Eleven fifteen tomorrow morning. It's a brunch with the Bears. Eleven <laughs> fifteen for the warm up show. Eleven thirty for the first pitch, and uh, then they're they're back home. Get a little work in, and then they're headed off to. Uh, to steal water. It's it's a rarity. It it happens from time to time, but it's a rarity that you have both the softball team and the baseball team in the same city at the same time when they're traveling. But that's what you got this weekend. They're both going to be uh, in uh, beautiful Stillwater, Oklahoma, for uh, to take on the the uh, Oklahoma State softball and baseball team. So uh, that'll be coming up this weekend, and we'll have those games. Baseball here on ESPN Central Texas, and softball will be over on one hundred one point three Cool. FM. All right. Again, John Morris is coming up at three. He's going to have Glenn Moore talking about the game tomorrow and looking ahead of the weekend. And uh, and then uh, 
uh, Matt Mosley will be along at around 4 o'clock on uh, this afternoon. So that's what we got planned for you. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. Thanks for texting in on our CNC Collision Center text line. Don't forget, if you missed anything on the program, you can catch it over on a uh, podcast, and that is SyntexSportsFan.com, SyntexSportsFan.com. That'll do it for us. We'll be back in the morning at 7. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.